Good morning. Welcome to Morning Prayers. Our speaker this morning is Hajar Al-Fatihi from Quincy House. So welcome to all the people from Quincy House who are visiting today. At this time, I would invite you to stand as you are able and join in the responsive reading of Psalm 84. You can find it on page 42 in your Psalter. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord of hosts! My soul longs to be in your finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young. At your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Happy are those whose strength is in you, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. Shield, O God, look on the face of your anointed. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield, he bestows favor and honor. No good thing does the Lord withhold from those who walk uprightly. Amen.
Before I start my story, I would like to ask you all one question. When was the last time you took a few minutes or an hour to reflect on your life? Freshman fall, one late afternoon, in the busy Harvard Square Starbucks, a male figure walks over to me and says hi. He asks where I would like to sit. Upstairs? Suddenly I realize that I have no idea who this guy is. I know we're supposed to be meeting up, but I cannot recall more than that. Wait, why am I here again? For the first time in my life, my short-term memory was failing me. I explained I'm unwell and head to university health services. As it turns out, the mild concussion I had received in a sailing accident three weeks prior, when the boom hit the head, the left side of my head and almost threw me into the water, was not so mild. Before my memory loss, I had refused to obey the doctor's orders, rest and sleep. My defense, argument, I'm a Harvard student, and if I can go to class every time Massachusetts declares a state of emergency, I can do schoolwork with a concussion. I just need to push myself more, maybe get a tutor. Extensions? Before my memory, as someone who got sick very often growing up, I've always seen my mind as the hero of my story. I've always fought against my body. I often want to, but this time, even I had to admit, I was fated to lose. My migraines would not stop or give me a break. That sharp pain in the side of my head would not go away. It would just move from one side to another, to the other. I was so fatigued, I could barely function. I had to withdraw from CS50, postpone my final exams and take the spring off, not to travel the world and not to work on the next Facebook or to develop a treatment for a rare disorder, but to sleep and rest. Oh my God. <laughs> I thought I would be miserable, and I was for a little bit. I had so much time in my hands, I was, but I was forced to reflect on myself and everything around me. I started listening to both my mind and body for the first time, taking a step back 
before and after each activity. Why am I doing this? Is this good or bad for me? Is this what I want? In Islam, reflection is very important. Before one goes to bed, one is supposed to reflect on what happened that day. My dad would say, count your good deeds and sins before someone else does it for you, Hajar. When I was little, I, was, and I had to recite the Quran to my dad. I would recite so fast, would never pause, trying to finish as fast as I could. So many things to do. My dad would say, interject. One should not just read for the sake of reading Hajar. You should reflect on the words you read, on the creations of God. Legend has it that Umar, the second apostle in Islam, took two years to read the second surah of the Quran, a surah that can be recited in a little over two hours. Honestly, I never understood this concept. I've always felt it was a waste of time, that I was forced to do it for the first time, because I couldn't do anything else. And I realized it made me savor the things I loved doing much more. Even though it took me a full month to read Jane Austen's Emma, I've gotten as much happiness reading it as I did when I read my first Harry Potter book as a child. When I returned to Harvard, I tried to give myself permission to listen to both my body and mind and reflect and take it easy. It was hard. It is especially hard here, where everyone is fighting the different Harvard demons. Time, sleep, bad grades, failure, disappointment, just to name a few. So many books to read, so many classes to take, so many amazing people to meet. Slowly, I stopped reflecting and asking myself questions and just started doing things again. So many times, by the time I got to bed and I had to reflect, I would be so exhausted, I would not be able to even think, let alone reflect. <laughs> Luckily, whenever I forgot to slow down, my body would remind me. It would just fail. It would loudly tell me, Hajar, reminder, reflect. Finally, last year, when I got seriously sick again, I decided to take another spring off to reflect and reconsider my life choices. and went back to Morocco for some more reflection and rest. That's when it struck me. All this time, I thought my body was my enemy, when in fact, all along, I was my own enemy. When I got back this fall, I decided to create what I call a me-time calendar in my iCal. A calendar where I give myself time to pause and reflect and truly listen to my inner self. This calendar does not magically make my life easier. I still was ill half of the time and still struggle convincing my high-achieving self to say no to things. To not delete those little boxes in my calendar that was colored blue for me time. But I tried to do it and I tried to fight it and it gave me some time to reflect and not just do things. Reflection taught me that the one thing I thought was my sorry's anti-hero was actually my helper. It was wrong. I was wrong about myself. I did not understand my own inner struggles and could not accept my own contradictions. And how did I expect other people to accept me for who I am? Thank you. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. At this time, I would invite you to stand as you are able, and join in singing, A Brighter Dawn is Breaking, hymn number 170 in your hymnal. Number 170. unto you. May the Lord look upon you with loving kindness and grant you peace. Amen. Amen.